The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are Going In SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it if you're on YouTube. And hit up the CastBox, download it. We've got a great partnership with CastBox. It's a wonderful way to get your podcast. I'm pretty sure I've kind of noticed. I don't know. Maybe this isn't true. Maybe it is true. I don't know. I've kind of noticed that CastBox is the first thing for me anyways to give me notifications for oh, yeah. my podcast. Yeah. Like whenever we put up a new show, I get the, the notification like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. iOS, I love, look, the iOS app is great. It's fantastic. The podcast app there. Yeah. It just, get, my notifications are late on that. I don't That's know why. I don't know why. I'm just throwing it out there. That's one of the reasons why when we were approached by CastBox, I was oh, like, oh, Cast, CastBox is great. You were, I know you were using it prior to our partnership. And yeah. then once like you told me about it, I was like, oh, cool. I'll do that. Yeah. Good things happen. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about 205 Live and maybe, Larson, maybe the greatest episode of NXT I've ever seen in my life. Holy crap. This was the best. Stop slamming the table. If you want to use emphasis, do do the Bill Clinton thing. Oh, the Bill Clinton, this thing right here? Yeah, do that. This thing right here? Um, I know you used to do that, and then people would complain about the... So I stopped. Yeah, and now you're like crapping on my fun Uh not to do it. Do this, yeah. All right. Greatest episode of NXT greatest episode ever. Episode of NXT ever. Oh my god, I, I was very surprised when I came in today. You were not all about the Velveteen Dream EC3 sequence. I mean, it was it, it was it, it the was best thing ever. That's what it was. A student film. Oh, it was fantastic. It was the best student film ever. That's what made it so great. Is that it was so student film quality. We're gonna go over that a little bit later. And uh, both Rich Hardesty and uh, Young Liam sent us transcripts of that sequence. We're going to do a live reading of it here on show. Very exciting. We're going to read a couple super chats and dive right into. Yeah, we're going to do things a little differently today. We're going to do a few super chats here at the at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and then we'll do the recap, and then all the rest of the super chats we'll do during the questions uh, segments of the show. So. If you put a super chat up and we don't read it right away, sit tight. This whole if you the, can, the live thing we'll that we're it. doing all for the recaps, it's a work in progress. It is. We're willing to, to accept uh, constructive criticism. Absolutely. And reconfigure things a little bit. I personally don't think that the super like reading super chats in the middle of the show really is that big of a deal. Uh, but some people out there have said, hey, so we'll we'll try it. We'll try it. If we like it. See how it works. We'll see what we're goes. open to criticism and suggestions. Yeah. So uh, a few super chats to begin. Zach Stolpe, two dollars. Power rank wrestlers you want you would want to watch. Hi, Leo Rush. All right, uh, and uh, Ray Phoenix. Oh yeah, he does crazy stuff. Anybody who does crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, I'm all that'd about. Be good. Yeah, that'd be good. That's good stuff. Uh, maybe with like a really, really extravagant entrance. A lot of flashing lights. Oh yeah, there you go. Like uh, what's her face, Sonya Deville. Uh-huh. Haven't got uh-huh. to see her entrance lately. I know it's a bummer. bummer. Soul FGC ten dollars. Any Seattle friendos going to Defy's Defiance United Cross Promotion show with progress? Hope to meet up with a few of you during tomorrow's show, Steve. It's Bruiser Weight. Bruiser Weight. That sounds cool. Tell you what, Soul FGC. If you're gonna be, and this goes out to anybody. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm, any of you guys, mm-hmm. if any of you friendos are going to a show and you want to see if there's any other friendos there, tweet at us. We'll retweet it. Right at Real Going and Raw. Let us know. Yep, Jose or even our individual ones. Jose Ruiz, ten dollars with uh, EC3 versus Velveteen Dream being official for Takeover. Who do you guys think needs to win more, Velveteen Dream, who just lost to Ricochet, 
at the last takeover or EC3 who wasn't on takeover. The Dream needs a win. Okay, so I think EC3 is going up to Maine like yesterday. Yeah. I think he's going to go up after SummerSlam. There's zero reason for EC3 to be in NXT. They're really that dude is suited for for main mm-hmm. run, for SmackDown tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He is the most SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He is so ready. Mm-hmm. Um put him in that United States title scene. Oh, absolutely. Tomorrow. Uh that's what I say about that. Yeah. Zach Stolpe at $2. It says, damn it, this is why we can't have... Damn it, Larson, this is why we can't have nice things because you put something in chat that I was watching the uh, Alistair Black attacked video. Yeah, man. Right as we were about to get started. Again, see, the entire thing was stolen by the Undisputed Era. Who sits up in the back of a, of a convertible? Undisputed Era, dude. <laughs> the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole does. That's the most heel 1950s. That's, that's, I'm t- that's the T-Birds from Greece. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something they would do. Yeah. Pretty great. Tom Fox, $5. Getting tired of having to work instead of hang out and watch you guys have more of my money. Thanks, Tom Fox. Trey Saunders, $5 at work. High as hell. Just don't operate any heavy machinery. Yeah. I wanted to say hi. I'll hopefully be done while you're still live so I can get my Thunder Guns <laughs> Thursday at the gym with the friendos. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Uh, Spulak, $5. Thanks for the likes on Twitter. I needed that today. You remind me of my father every day. Can't wait to meet you guys at StarCast and buy you a drink. Ooh, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down for I'm down for a drink, Luis Mesa. Although I'm I get the feeling that with all the people getting high and drunk in our chat, there's there's bound to be a straight edge backlash at some uh-huh. point. A teetotaler. Yes, that's my favorite word for people. You're who, very fond of it. I am a teetotaler. Very fond of it. Yeah. Luis Meza, two dollars. Forget Balor bod. Get Amber Nova body. She is jacked. I'm going to talk about Amber Nova today. Number one, she has the greatest gimmick ever. She, she was inspired the, by her car, yeah, Chevy Nova. I know. You used to have one of those. I know. I did. Uh, Tom Fox, $2, is only three feet deep. Best line ever. It is. That really is. God, that was so great. Segment of the year for me, dude. Neil Wallington, uh, five pounds. Hey, uh, hi, Bellens. Steve, you anchor. You anchor. Would you rather take one chop from Walter or be nice to Adam Mayhem for 24 hours straight? Oh, it's be nice to Adam Mayhem. Walter's chops here. And then, but after those 24 hours, then he has to wrestle Walter. Jonathan, $2, the, the dream for mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. <laughs> I'd love to see that race. All right, let's dive into the review. All right, 205 Live. Six minutes, made it six minutes, 40 seconds. I feel like you're going to rush right through all the 205 Live so you can mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read your notes verbatim, <sighs> which are very sparse. Yeah, they're very right sparse. Uh, first, we had Kalisto and Lince Dorado versus the body guys, Tony Nese. And Buddy Murphy. This match was a lot of fun. Now, I'll say this about 205 Live before we get into the minutia. Um, I really loved the Mustafa Ali Adewa Tommy stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was quality storytelling. Yeah. That was almost like New Japan-esque. I know. Where they just set up something very simple. Mustafa Ali is going too fast, too hard. And then it came back to bite him in the ass mm-hmm. in the main event. That's mm-hmm. that's perfect. Do mm-hmm. we know why he was in the hospital mm-hmm. in the first place? Mm-hmm. We don't. Not that but they, inco- they incorporate that one picture yeah. into story. Yeah. That's great. To amazing effect. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you were saying, it kicked off with Kalisto and Lince Dorado, the Lucha House Party, versus uh, the Buddy Guys. Uh, the, the Buddy Guys, Body Guys. <laughs> well, they could be the Body, body Guys buddies. too. The Body Buddies, uh, Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. Uh, and it was a fun match. Anytime I just I get a kick out of Buddy Murphy not letting uh, Kalisto go where he wants to go. Whenever he tries to move away, and that's what a lot of this match was. It was them keeping. Uh, I think it was Kalisto. Maybe it was Lince. I think it was Kalisto. Uh, out of you know, away from his corner, mm-hmm. standard tag mm-hmm. team wrestling, mm-hmm. but doing mm-hmm. it in a very bullyish way. Mm-hmm. Buddy not letting him get to where he wants mm-hmm. to go. Buddy was a bully. Buddy was the bully, and I really like that. Uh, but Tony Nese got the pin on Kalisto after a roll up. Um, Is this ever going to lead to tag championships on Two Hundred Five Live? They have it's kind of like gotten further away from tag team championships, though. I Remember, know but there was like four tag teams, and now there's like. Two, basically. Well, there's always kind of been two or three. And then yeah. once one of them is kind of up, out of the yeah. title picture, they break up. Yeah. The one constant in all this has been Lucha House Party. Yeah. So they're kind of like the champions. They are. They're the de facto champions. They have the little spinner noisemaker things. Yeah. Those yeah. are kind of the de facto titles at this yeah. point. Um, I'm fine with that. I would like to see titles. Because I do. I appreciate. I actually really appreciate that you cannot watch. This is, this is sort of an underrated thing about 205 Live. You cannot watch the entirety of anything else WWE mm-hmm. and have an all-inclusive one hour of good to great wrestling every single week in front of, yes, maybe sometimes a dead crowd, but 
they're, none of their match. Well, I guess so. Yeah, the title match is going to be at SummerSlam. Typically, it seems like their title matches are only at SummerSlam or WrestleMania or on 205 Live. The show well, it seems like a, during the major four pay per views, they get a title match on there. Was there a what was the last major four? WrestleMania. Oh, Mania. Yeah, okay. But there was none on Money in the Bank, which is kind of a pseudo yeah, kind major. Um, so you can get you can get everything you want out of that one hour mm-hmm. every single week, mm-hmm. and I kind of like that. I, oh I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really glad they took they, they took yeah. them off raw. Now if they could just uh, 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 incorporate the show, or sorry, find a venue for the show where it'd be a hot crowd week after week. Yeah, It'll kick it up a notch. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, after that we had uh, Mustafa Ali and Drake Maverick. I sort of referenced this earlier, where Drake Maverick was saying, uh, "Dude, what is up with you in the hospital?" You, you got to stop with the sneaker stuff, dude. Well, I'm it's not doing the sneaker. Killing I'm, my soul I right got now. Text over here that you need to address. Sorry. Uh, he was like, "You're going too fast, too hard. What's up with that?" And Mustafa Ali was like, "Nah, man, I'm all good." It looks like Mustafa Ali's finally got a shirt. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, did he? Is maybe, that what he was wearing? It looks like it. I mean, it looked like a WWE shop shirt. Oh no, I did. I did kind of notice it. What is it? Was it a shop shirt? I thought it was maybe like a pro wrestling tees thing. Oh, maybe. I know he does have a pro wrestling tee shop. Yeah, I think as long as they don't have a crappy WWE shop shirt they can uh yeah oh he's gotta still have a pro wrestling t no he does it's right here oh it is on pro wrestling t there yeah that one yeah okay okay that must be new though then because i don't remember that one being up here i've been to his store a few times Maybe it is that's it's a good shirt yeah he's got a blue version and a purple version Mm -hmm. so that's good cool even better it's on his own shop so he gets them all so he he gets we know what a cut he yeah. gets. <laughs> he gets a cut, and hopefully it's larger than what he gets. He would get from WB. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dalton, wake up here in chat, says, uh, you can tell Steve's getting annoyed with Larson's sneaker passion. I'm not getting annoyed with the sneaker passion. I love it. I love your sneaker here's passion. Here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. Hold on a second. That phone has the most obnoxious buzz when it's on silent. There is nothing silent about that. Bzz, bzz. Well, it vibrates, yeah. Yes, it is a very loud vibration. Here's the thing. If, Mine if, is if you, know, if you want to be on top of the sneaker world, you got to be on top. Nah, of it. man. I hold the keys things, to Friendoville because things sell out. Can we just have the like phone that. over there, like where I keep mine? Same, like samesies. Well, that's a start in the that's a that's a start in the right as far direction. As far as it goes. All right. I need fine. it within reach. Yeah. Because there was like a shock drop this morning on the sneaker app for these limited LeBrons. I don't. I, I had to stop caring because it's interfering with our show. It's not interfering with the show. I know exactly what you're saying. It's going in a really bad direction. Although nobody's complaining yet in the comments. So I guess exactly. I can't say anything. Yeah, no one really cares care about what I have to say anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so anyways, that set up. That was some foreshadowing there for the main Yeah, event. and they showed the picture from the hospital where he said, I always kick at it too, and he's got an IV in his arm. Yeah, I wonder what that was. I don't remember if he just... Got warrant, you know, like he, was he visiting a friend? He was like, "Ooh, story potential," and then hopped up on a bed. Well, I don't think I don't think they just put an IV in you for a photo you can op. Just tape it there and make it look like maybe it. he just did that. Maybe he just got me dehydrated or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Anyways, maybe he had like a stomach flu or something. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of dookie. That happened to me once. I had a stomach bug so bad I go to the hospital and get an IV. Ooh, really? Yeah. Wow. I I, I flew to family to my family's place uh for christmas yeah and the night i got there is quiznos still in existence i have no is idea still oh thing? yeah quiznos did that to you well you it was speculate e- it was either quiznos or you because we met up that night and uh for like pool or whatever and you had just gotten off a bug yeah and then the next day i go out shopping with my dad because it was like christmas time or something like that yeah. and i had quiznos which i was on like i was on like a daily quiznos thing which is terrible for That's you weird yeah i was on a big quiznos kick and then I had it both ends. Yeah. And it was really bad. Yeah. After that, I've never, it was five, ten years ago. Yeah, that's, that that's how I feel about lasagna now because that night I had lasagna for dinner. Oh, I can eat lasagna so, for days. Well, I mean, when it gets caught in your teeth on the way back. Oh, okay. Stop now. Hideo Tommy. Hideo Tommy promo. Then we had an Hideo Tommy promo. Yeah, it was good. I like these promos. They're always like well lit. They're very dramatically lit. He's yeah. usually doing a little bit of sparring to warm up. Yeah. And then he starts um, in Japanese mm-hmm. and then he finishes. In English. <laughs> Did you see his tweet? when uh, He retweeted the uh, WWE.com, something bad happened to Aleister Black in the parking lot. And he just said, parking lots are dangerous. Because of he course, got beat up. Because he got Probably by Kevin Owens in a parking lot. Exactly. Uh, next, we had a Noam Dar video package. Um, kind of a, a 
reintroducing yeah. Noam Dar to the audience. Yeah, he was talking about his rebooting himself, his injury, his setback. It, it his made his priorities. It it kicked his priorities into order. Yeah, and now yeah. he's jacked. Now he, he's like, oh, decided to get jacked. Belend. He's super jacked, man. Yeah, no, he looks great. Uh, Noam. After that, we had Noam Dar versus Sean Maluda. NXT's own Sean Maluda. Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. this the first time we saw him on 205 Live? Uh, I'll say yes. Maybe. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Somebody else. Oh, that was when Danny Birch, he showed up on 205 Live once. Remember? And then he went. No, I'm sorry. Not Danny Birch. The other guy. Oni Lorcan. Yes. He showed up once before. Yes. And then went, and we were like, oh, cool. Is he going to be on 205? No. no. He just showed up. It would have been cool if he had been on 205 Live. I know. Sean Maluda, I don't know about, though. I'm. I've seen him in NXT. Yeah, I, yeah. He was in the first Cruiserweight Classic. Like he doesn't have it. Maybe he can be like what's his face? The finest part two. He can be the other. Oh, finest. oh, Kona Reeves. I sort of put them in the same category because they've they had the same limited NXT exposure, and then all of a sudden Kona Reeves got a gimmick, and it was like terrible. We'll, we'll see how much further that goes. Yeah. Um, anyways, the the most hilarious part of this match was TJP watching backstage, overacting, and then drinking from the co- cup of coffee, and then just throwing it aside. Let me ask you, do you that ever? Was hilarious. Do you ever? <laughs> do you ever keep the straw? In no, your that's not. That's the point that made it really funny. <laughs> right? He had the straw, the mixer straw, still in his, in his mouth. mouth, and then took a drink with the most. I was like, how did he do that? I know. It was <laughs> I've great. never seen it was that pretty before. Great. And then after he threw it aside, he was he was like still watching the match. He was like. And they pulled out his phone and started doing stuff on his phone. Yeah. It was great. It was like one of the best side-looking TV segments over, I've ever seen. His overacting really works for me. <laughs> it really does. So I, feel like, I feel like for him, there might not be a whole lot of medium ground. Yeah. Either he doesn't really do much of anything like he did when he was a face. Yeah. Or he's over the top. And I vastly prefer over the top TJP. Yeah. Oh, you know, Karen here in chat says uh, Maluda isn't signed to NXT, but does a lot of enhancement, enhancement work. work. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, so the story of the match was uh, uh, Sean Maluda going after Noam Dar's uh, reconstructed knee. Mm-hmm. They talked about that quite extensively in the video package. Uh, Noam Dar, though, however, was able to overcome, hit his running kick finisher for the win. Yeah. So Alex C. here in the Discord says, so we, we watched this twice to verify, but I couldn't tell. But I, I think he had said this before. The fact Undisputed Era were listening to their own theme I, it was in the car. Granted, we didn't. I didn't listen. If through Alex head- C says it, I believe. I didn't it. listen through headphones, but based on just through my computer speakers, I couldn't conclusively say it was their. Theme but here's song. his concluding point. It was a guitar-based rock song. I'm pretty however. sure it was Shock the System. He says, "I'm pretty sure in kayfabe, it just ambiently plays when they're around." It could be. I think that's the case. It could be. Anyways, uh, yeah. So yeah, Noam Dar went over with this cool kick thing. Uh, next, Cedric Alexander iPhone promo. I oh I must have missed this one. What did he say? Was it it was a he <laughs> was that look on your he face? He was he was he was talking about what happened last week about how uh, Jack Gallagher attacked him and called him out. Yeah, he was sitting in the arena before anybody showed up. Yeah. Wow. This is not a whole lot. This must have been if you don't if you didn't like it you must, it, this must have been really bad. It wasn't really bad because usually you give more leeway to him than I do because he's really good in the ring. And even character-wise, he's really good in the ring. It just felt like, for at least for the first half, he was reading lines. Oh, yeah, okay. So either, I don't know, whether it's a matter of, of him not finding the motivation internally or not being given good direction or what, mm-hmm. it just seems like there's just a little thing missing that could make it magical. Yeah, yeah. And once that little thing is discovered, whether it's about his character or his performance or the direction he's given or whatever, then I feel like, like I feel like the ability is there, just a little something's missing from time to time. Yeah, this is one of those times it just felt like a little something was missing. Yeah, I don't know, man. So I don't know. I think you're right. I think he he is one of those guys who definitely needs something to work with. Um, but I feel like he can't do. I don't think Cedric can do subtle very well. He has to be up. It's what I'm talking about. This is even more than. Anyways, continue. He has to be fired up. For it to work, if, I think it has to be emotional. If he, yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, but when he's like, when he's just being normal. Well, here's part of the thing, though, is with this iPhone promo, I didn't feel like he was really in any way upset. Mm-hmm, yeah, about the circumstance. Yeah, which there should have been something, some some ebbs and flows to it, mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of reciting. There's no peaks and valleys happened. with him. Yeah, that's the previous the week. Well, there can be. There has been. It's, we just don't see it often enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
But again, I don't, you know, without being involved in the creative process, it's hard to tell what might be the issue. But because mm-hmm. sometimes his promo stuff is, it works, and sometimes, like last night, at least for the first half of it, it just felt like uh, he was reciting lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, a Drew Gulak promo. Um, he was almost like a State of the Union type deal or a press conference. Sorry, where he's standing uh, in front of a, a pedestal. Um, and he's flanked by the Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying, oh, you want to challenge Jack Gallagher? Jack Gallagher accepts. Mm-hmm. He's doing all the talking. Yeah. Um, and that was all right. That was well, good. he seems to be the spokesperson. I mean, if you're yeah. at the podium, you're the spokesperson. Podium, that's the word I was looking for, yeah. not pedestal. Sorry. Yeah. I want to get a podium for this place. We need to have press conferences here. How cool would that be? We get our own press conferences? For what? H title matches. All right. There you go. See? I prefer, I prefer contract signings, honestly. <laughs> we can have both, man. We have our own channel. We can kind of do what we want. Look, one of us is sitting here with their phone blowing up during the thing. We can do whatever we want. This is like, it's usually not near this much. Kind of is these days. Not this much. This can is, you just turn off your notifications for yeah, the I'm show? Turning, I'm turning, I'm put on silent. Mustafa Ali versus Adeo Tommy was, oh, our, was our main event. Fantastic. Here's the thing. I don't really care if you're doing that during 205 Live Recap, but the NXT Recap. Oh, that's what I'm going to be paying attention to that. Especially the part you really want to talk about. I want to talk about the entire thing. It's great. Uh, Mustafa Ali versus Adeo Atami. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, this was really, really cool. Because it featured uh, Mustafa Ali uh, doing his best job freaking me out by acting like he was like legitimately Legit hurt. Well, I mean, like the, the spot that started the whole story of him nursing lower back mm-hmm. uh, looks like he could have legitimately got hurt. Because he does a, a tope over the top rope. Mm-hmm. Um, Hideo kind of catches him, but on the way down, it looks like... Ali lands right on Hideo's knee. It was a, and pretty instantly yeah. there was a welt that was forming on his lower back. His rotation right was too much, right? Well, I don't think it was a rotation because when he landed, it was like say this is Hideo. It was a mess of a landing. It was like this, but I don't think he landed center. And one of he these, landed off if, center. If you'll allow me to, to continue on your like visuals. This. Go rewind a little bit. There you go. Okay, right here. This guy was like up. This guy was down. Like it looked like he almost was about to land on his leg. No, I think I think because when you, because I think what you want to do is when you're hitting the tope is land so your yeah. legs are around the guy who's catching you. Yeah, sure. That didn't happen. It was yeah. off to the side. It looked ugly. So it looked kind of like that. I do appreciate Nigel McGinnis basically being the you now of that, and yeah. he says I didn't quite catch the fall. However, what I can probably tell is he didn't land right. Yeah, he said something like that. I'm like. Nigel, you monitor. You just did, did a replay too, and I'm pretty sure you have your privy to the replay. Pay attention, man. Um, but yeah, that's and whether that, that was ugly, yeah. it did. It looked like it could have been real bad. And I don't know if that was part of the. I mean, I, I know I know the hospital stay and the weakness that that they were uh, inferring that followed from it was part of the story. But I don't know if the lower back was. So if that thread of the storyline through the match was kind of improvised on the spot, mm-hmm. that was pretty impressive because yeah. that spot where. Uh, Hideo Itami drop kick Mustafa Ali while they're on the apron into the ring post. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, I know, I know. Oof. That was good. That was really good. You, Mustafa Ali's like the best seller. Yeah, or he's willing to take bumps. He is, Crazy and bumps. and this was a perfect match for him and Hideo Itami because Hideo Itami's doing this. He's he's doing this thing. Just put it down. No, I turned it off. Vibrate, and it vibrated. Well, then obviously it didn't turn off. Vibrate. Uh, so uh, that bit where uh, <laughs> Mustafa Ali. Oh, no. So that was after that. Mustafa Ali goes for his 054. Uh-huh. He, lose, he gets up there. He lose, oh, starts getting wobbly. Loses well, early in the match, he kind of did something where he had to take a beat to collect himself and then yeah. proceeded. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a great storyteller. Oh, yeah. So he's up there. He loses his balance. Atami uh, uh, trips him up, and then Ali gets in the tree. Whoa. A day with Tommy goes to town with these missile drop kicks into the corner. He does like what three of them? Three of them, yeah. Yeah, snug. <laughs> three snug. All these great close ups on a day with Tommy. At some point, he got busted yeah. open uh, during the power bomb spot. I think yeah. somehow. Yeah, so his mouth is just like bloody as oh, can be. Great. Oh, it's fantastic. And the facial expressions again. This was an Adeo Tommy match that I totally can get behind because yeah. of who he was working with. Mustafa Ali is a is an absolute. Amazing well, storytelling, and that. there was a great story being told. There was told. that too, and also, it felt like Mustafa Ali was 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 totally cool with Hideo Tommy working a little stiff. 
Yeah, yeah, because exactly. The, yeah. the strikes were stiff. Yeah, they were. They were. There was like a super and on the other side, oh, the too, super kick to the back of the head from oh. Mustafa Ali to Adeo Tommy was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, this was a fantastic 205 Live every single week, man. Every week. Main event, you cannot be in a quality match. Yes. Yes. So anyway, Sadeo picks up the win after the three running corner drop kicks. Um, he goes up to the top of the ramp. Um, back in the ring, Mustafa Ali tries to get up, tells the ref he's fine, collapses. Um, outruns another ref, outruns Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. The show ends with Drake um, uh, yelling. Freaking for, out. For a trainer to come down the ring to help yeah. him out. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a solid episode with a really, really fantastic main event. All right, here we go. What a weird episode of NXT. <laughs> oh, man. This was, this was prime NXT, I'm telling you. This was fantastic. This was great NXT. So the show kicked off with Amber Nova. I don't think we've seen her before. Yeah, she was on NXT before. Oh, she was? I think as an enhancement talent like once or twice. Oh, okay, I don't recall. I just kind of remember her name a little bit. Uh, taking on Nikki Cross. Karen would probably know more, though, yeah. so keep an eye on chat. Um, Ember Nova, um, apparently she named herself after her Chevy Nova. Mm-hmm. That's what commentary said. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I thought, oh, Steve's going to like her because of that. Wrong. I'm going to love her because of that. And then I went to her pro wrestling tee shop, uh-huh. and guess what? All sorts of great car shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I used to have a Chevy Nova, like you said. If you guys used to watch Ten for the Win, it was featured in a couple segments mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. did for intros when we mm-hmm. played Cops, mm-hmm. the F Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the, my brother-in-law is who gave it to me. Uh, he went off because uh, he was in the service. Uh, when he came back, I had done absolutely nothing with it because I am not a car guy. Um, and, uh, and then he took it away, uh, fixed it up real nice, and now it's his car. And I love him to death. Now he's a firefighter. Oh. And so, you know, he is uh, uh, like a hero a couple times over. Walker is my buddy. I love him so much. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to Talia. It's my niece's birthday oh. today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, so anyways, hold on. Is it? Nick G here in chat says, this is the most Sunday Night Heat episode of NXT ever. Nick G, where's the ban button? Well, you might have to ban me too. I'm going to ban you. I enjoyed the episode, but, but anyways, let's get to you. So here's the thing about Amber Nova. That I noticed. Uh, I will fast forward a little bit to the Shaynara Conti Vanessa Tainara Conti Tainara Conti Vanessa Bourne match. That was kind of a sloppy match. Oh, theirs was. Yes, there were some spots that I was like, "Well, you guys are on the house show circuit, wrestling a lot, and why is it Amber Nova?" Is, oh, Amber Nova was really flawless. Was really crisp. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the flawless, way the way I was bringing her in. The way I kind of interpreted that the the second match was uh, it was more of an impassioned fight because they were fighting for that last. The, okay, May so put it this way: the character spot. work was fine. Yeah, and Tanera was really good. Yeah, I called her Shanera. I don't know why Tanera was was fine character wise. Yeah, but that finish was ugly. Oh, yeah, the finish was a little ugly, weird. and then there were a couple more spots. That were just like, man, why are they, man? I think I got by just on the intensity of it because the character work was so good. So I didn't mean like the sloppiness. Apart from Fair the finish, enough. didn't bother me so much. But I'm kind of using that to just give props to Amber. Oh Nova, yeah, yeah, she was really crisp. Who I thought did a really apparently good they job. were saying this is only your second year wrestling. I know. So it's pretty impressive. I know, man. Good for her. Yeah, absolutely. And she has a killer gimmick. Car person for Chevy Nova. Car enthusiast. In any event, Nikki Cross, who is probably going to be going to Maine right after SummerSlam. Um, One would think. Right? What else are they going to do with her? I have no idea. They mentioned during the match uh, that, you know, Nikki has vied for the women's title. Still haven't, still hasn't been able to get it. And, you know, they talked about Shayna Baszler. But that's, that's done. That, her story with Shayna, but Nikki Cross has done everything she could do. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah, she's not, she hasn't won women's title and yet. And she's Probably been having happen. tag matches on the SmackDown house show circuit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's done. That's done with. She's going, this is just, I don't know what her, if she's going to have a goodbye match. I don't know what the deal with that is. Yeah, I don't know either. She's or she's going to pull a Bob Rude and just uh, teleport to main roster. Uh, that could be too. I don't know. In any event, after that, we had a Keith Lee video package uh, where he Hyping his debut later on in the evening. Instructing people to bask in his glory. Yeah. Uh, I got some business to take care of. You weren't supposed to see me do that. I did see it. I, just, I, I meant to do it while I you weren't am looking. Paying attention. <laughs> I meant to do it while you weren't looking. You think I'm over here just distracted by phone? Oh, Larson has no idea what's going on over here. Let me ask you something. Doing. What? Let me ask you something. Well, you don't. Who was Ricochet supposed to fight next? 
We'll never know. Why is it Ricochet was going to come out first? There was no jobber in the ring. No. Why is it a jobber, assuming it was a jobber? Yeah, we don't know that it was a jobber. What bigger name? The bigger name always comes out Not second. Not true. Keith Lee came out second in his match. Uh, Cash Zono came out second in his match. But Aleister Black came out first in his match. Him and Gargano are on the same level. But Aleister is a former champion. Gargano has been main event every takeover Ali, for the past Mustafa, three takeovers. Mustafa Ali came out first. Noam Dar came out first against enhancement talent mm. on 205 Live. Mustafa Ali and Adeo Tommy are on the same level. No. Yeah, absolutely. Amber Mustafa, Nova came out first. Mustafa Ali is the heart of 205 Live. Does Hideo Tommy have a similar uh, nickname? Guy no. who just beat the crap out of Mustafa Ali. No. Absolutely. Your theory is wrong. It's very right. Anyways, I want—I don't know who he's supposed to fight, but he's supposed to fight somebody. We got his uh, cool lights. Oh, that was smoke, great, man. His all that stuff. And then... Well, they just they just pull him out into the stage during his entrance. So it's all dramatic where you see Undisputed Air come out, walking through Ricochet's lasers It was so cool. It was great. It was so cool. They're the best. So they beat the shit out of him. He's laying there. Adam Cole, baby, gets on the mic. Call me a coward. What did you just do? He said, I don't hide behind anybody. You've got a whole crew of thugs with you. Uh-huh. What are you doing, man? Of course you're a coward. But I still love him. He says, you're laying there, and I'm the one and only. And that's undisputed. <laughs> and he said literally the literal words, I'm standing tall. Yeah. Who wins a takeover, man? Well, let's get through this. I have an idea. Okay, all right. I like your idea. Including, including the, uh, the, the, the WWE.com video explaining why Aleister Black's not going to be a takeover. Let's get through all that. Okay. And I have a theory. All right. Adam Cole straight to the title scene? Yeah, Adam Cole's going to pull double duty. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, after well, that's pretty much it, I guess. That, that was it. I talked about it. They're going to put Adam Cole well, in two single titles matches? Here's You're the, insane. No, they're not going to do that because here's the thing. They should. There's there, there's two uh, potential culprits in that uh, video. Yeah, Gargano and the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, after that, we had a Vanessa Bourne interview. She's fantastic, dude. She she carries herself great. Yeah, she looks great. She looks like a champ. Uh, she lost her match though, so yeah, she's so not she's even going to be. be in the, she's not going to be a champion of May Young Classic. Yeah. Uh, after, but yeah, she they, she was answering questions, and then she told people to get her. She was like, "Look, I'm warming up for a match." Yeah, get out of here. Uh, after that, we had uh, the debuting Adrian Jaoud uh, versus Cassiusona. We had two geese. In this episode, his and Tainera came out and geese. Mm-hmm. They're on the house show circuit, I believe, along with Cesar, Cesar Bononi. They're this Brazilian faction that look like a million bucks because mm-hmm. this dude looks great. Oh, man. I wish he was like 30 years older because there's nothing like like a 70-year-old. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Like karate master. He, he looks he looks a bit weathered as is, which is great. <laughs> he already does. Yeah. But if he was like super old, like there's nothing more intimidating. Like when you were a kid, did you take karate? No. No, I did. We had this old. This, I wanted to, but this never dude, did. This old dude as our karate instructor. I'll never forget. Certain things are just seared in your memory, you know? Yeah. He turned around. One of my friends was in the class with me. And one day, you know, as kids do, they pick their noses. Mm-hmm. He turns around in the most intimidating voice. says, and I don't know where the dude is from, but he had an accent on him. He was like, take your finger out of your nose. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then I quit a little bit after that. I'm like, if I can't freely pick my nose. What point is it for me what, being here? This isn't here? fun for me anymore. I'll just take up. I'm trying to find out how old Adrian is. He's either like 21 or 51. In any event, he is pretty weathered. Is it a mystery? Nobody knows. 36. 36. According to Cage nah. match. Yeah. All right. So yeah, if he was like 66, he'd be like way cooler. NXT needs to start signing like super old guys. Yeah. Like into developmental. Yeah, yeah, I know. That'd be great. Anyways, uh, what was the deal with Cassius Ono? Uh, he's he's tired of facing subpar competition. Um, That's what commentary said. So he's got an edge to him. He's a little mean now. Yeah, heel Cassius Ono. Kind of. When is he just gonna go chip to, on his shoulder, Cassius? Can Ono? he just get his WWE main roster experience? Well, here's the thing. I feel like he needs like a real story, not even a real push, but just a real consistent story that's lasting longer than a month in NXT. Because he goes on the, the main roster, he's just gonna be jobbing out to everybody. At least get some momentum behind him before getting called up. So to me, there's a hope, there's a chance he just won't be up there to job to everybody. 
I I can't imagine. We even when so when he was signed, everybody was pretty excited. But we were all we were also kind of thinking, well, he's kind of up player to coach. Years. I thought it'd be a player coach thing, maybe player coach. Yeah, that still could be a possibility. I thought that about Samoa Joe, and I was completely wrong. Um, I just want him to have a main roster experience. Oh, agreed. Because I don't think I I have no idea what they what they they want his plan. His, yeah, no, what, I know. Or what, what plans he wants. are, or what he wants exactly. That has to be kind of frustrating though. To like be in NXT now, it's been how long? And he sees probably he's a seen year and a half. He's seen a bunch of people come and go. Yeah, come and go. Just get just. But again, it all depends it. what he wants. Well, I think it kind of depends on what they want for him. No, I know how I mean, they want to like use a, him. If if what he wants doesn't align with what they want, say he just wants maybe he wants a player coach type thing. Maybe that's what he wants. I don't know. Maybe that's what he wants. So which case it makes it there it wouldn't make sense for him to get called up. I'm not saying that he can't have an appearance in the Rumble. That'd be great. And you know how much those guys in NXT are making? Not a lot, I know. But you that's know how much the guys on the main roster are making? Way more. Way more. But if he's a player, if he's there to wrestle, but you know also what you do when you're in your late thirties? You try to cash in. I understand that. So I'm I I guarantee you player coach can wait. He wants to get called up. I don't up. know, man. He has a lot of mileage on him. He's been wrestling for a long time. He wants to get called up, man. I'm telling we'll you. That's got to be a very frustrating Entirely. situation. Oh, it could be. I, don't, I just Come don't know. Come on. You know, somebody's going to go to him and say, you want to go to SmackDown or Raw? Nah, man. I'm good here at the Performance Center. Come on. He wants to get called up. I don't, I'm not right? Gonna, I'm not going to say conclusively either way because I don't know. I will say conclusively for you. He wants to get called up. Oh, you don't know. Either. He needs to get called up, man. You after really SummerSlam. just don't know that. Even make him like number, what's what's like a late round, what's like a late draft pick, whatever that number is. Make him like the Carmella, you know. Have him be last. Who cares? I just want him to be on the main roster. All right. People cheer him no matter what. Just cash this on now. Oh, he's great. I love him. He won. Dream crusher elbow, back of the head. It was fantastic. Oh, I love it. And who doesn't like He's so great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Elbow so to down, to, so down to earth and relatable in the microphone and so vicious in the ring or can be. His pump kick is like the best in the business. They like three-man factions. Put him with the bar. Oh, my God. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, that'd be good, yeah. Put him with the bar. Yeah. Oh, there. I just did it. Anything with him and Cesaro would be fantastic. I know. All right. Get this out of your system, Steve. Next, oh, we have the Velveteen man. Dream Experience with EC3. How much time do we have? We've been going 36 minutes. Can we go an hour and a half today? Next hour, next 60 minutes just on this. This was great. So last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, Velveteen Dream invited. I can't believe you're not completely on board with this. I'm very disappointed in you right now for many reasons, phone included. Um, Velveteen Dream invited EC3 out to his experience. Which apparently is just like the <laughs> community pool for an apartment complex, which we have seen before. Yes. There are segments where Oscar was sitting by that very same yes, pool. Yes, exactly. I think that pool is like a symbol. It's like a nexus of time and space for wrestlers. No. No, it's just where probably a lot of them live. <laughs> Including both these guys. There's probably. nothing like magical or otherworldly about this community pool. Let me ask and you I something. And I expect that of Velveteen Dream. Let me ask you something. It was too normal. How do you expect that? Last time we, we got to see something that was uh, in his realm, it was just a small living room couch. <laughs> How do you expect more from the dream? All his green screen stuff is so tacky. It's so cheesy. Yeah, I know. That's what's so great about him. Is that he can turn an ordinary community pool, which, by the way, NXT probably, Velveteen Dream probably himself, Patrick Clark, probably had to reserve for a party. Yeah. And they just shot there. Yeah. And they had a drone shot, which in my book says Jeremy Borash produced this damn thing, which is amazing. It felt very much like a student film. Which so did the total delete, the final deletion. Some, uh, that, come on. Let me finish. In some points, yes. But this yeah. felt because they only had an afternoon to do this. I understand. Final we, deletion. They had like a week. We shoot like shorts here in an hour and a half. That looked it, very student filmish. Yeah, but at least like the cutting and the angles are are, are consistent. And the audio levels are consistent. Oh, the audio levels were terrible. Yeah. EC three shows up. So Velveteen Dream is lounging. EC three shows up. See the the the. It wasn't professionally produced enough for me to buy into this 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 summit as they put it. That's last what week. made it works. No. That's what made it work. No. And yes, we will. You can put the vignette. I, I the will purple, get this out of the, the way. The purple hued vignette on the 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 picture. 
if I, that, I guess that was their attempt to make me feel like this was the Velveteen Dream experience. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see right through all that. No, man. I see right through it all. And I will get this out of the way because everybody mentions it. Yes, this did come off like pornography. <laughs> it totally did. And that totally made it better. So, yes. So, anyways, where's my, where's the script? Where's the script? <sighs> Got to get this here. I mean, actually, it felt like they had about a half hour to get this done. Let's see here. That's what, it's, uh, that's what it seemed like. Uh, oh, here we go. All right. This is from Liam Wagner. Thank you, young Liam. Purple corners and slow, sexy music throughout. Setting local community pool in Florida. So he's on your page. Uh, drone shot of pool zooms into Dream on a lounge chair. Dream touches his mouth. Boy, the details here with Young Lime. Rich Hardesty also sent one, but I just happened to get Liam's first. Uh, drone shot of EC3 walking towards Dream, standing in front of him. Dream. Who's, we have, who, yeah. Who, we have to cast. I think you're more of a Velveteen Dream type right. than I am. All I'm right. more of an EC3 type. All right. So you go ahead. Sit down, EC, sit down EC3. Okay. <laughs> and they both sit down. After five seconds, the Dream says, Want to take a walk? I'd be charmed. They both stand up and walk maybe seven steps. Dream is wearing pink boxers and a leopard print jacket and chain. EC3 is wearing a white polo tucked into blue pants with white <laughs> shoes. EC3 almost falls in the pool. Whoa. Take it easy. Take it easy. Correct me if I'm wrong. What I thought you were going to do is <laughs> throw me into the pool. There's no need to treat you like that. You're the top 1%. Top 1%. You know, you get special treatment. You know you get treated better than that. I do. Everyone loves me. Don't patronize me. <laughs> I would never patronize you. I would never patronize you even though I came here to fight you. But now that I've been with you, I love that. Now that I've been with you, <laughs> I realize this is bigger than both of us. This is bigger than life. This I want to wait for. Shot of EC3 in the reflection of Velveteen Dream's glasses. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn is where... I'm sorry where it is the purple rainmaker versus NXT's golden god, where it's the one, allegedly, versus the top 1%, where it's the Velveteen Dream versus EC3. They both remove their glasses. Dream removes his slower than EC3. Dream invites you to his facilities and you disrespect the Dream? You think no one cares about you? You think no one has given you respect in NXT? The Dream just did. All because you're EC3, all because you're the top 1%. All. And then the dream's glasses fall to the ground. Silence. EC3 looks over at the glasses, then back to dream. I got him. He goes to pick the glasses up. Then dream rushes towards him. EC3 picks him up in a fireman's carry and throws him into the pool. The dream splashes in panic. And you can clearly see a foot down. It says four feet. <laughs> EC3 says, dude, it's three feet deep. Shot of EC3 walking off. Shot of dream in the pool. Camera drops into water. End scene. The, my favorite part about it, though, that uh, Young Lime here uh, failed to mention, was when EC3 went to pick up the glasses, the camera went down with him, which I don't... It was masterful. How did you not love this? This was amazing. This was amazing. You're crazy. You're insane. No. This was fantastic. No. It wasn't produced well enough for my liking. <laughs> I expect more out of NXT. This was great. Next up. It is funny how there's never any middle ground with, with NXT. No. It's either really, really good. I know. Or like you watch hilariously that, that Keith amateurish. Lee segment where it was really dramatically lit, especially like the shots from behind him. You know, and it was great. It was really well produced. You're insane. This was great. This is fantastic. Well, into it. No, it was, I'm it was I hilariously not, I bad. Not, I could just not be into things. Yeah. It was just bad. I don't think it was hilarious. I think bad. you're, I think. I think whatever is going on in your real world with these sneakers or whatever's going on, I think that's clouding your judgment. This was clearly the best thing all year. Next up, we had a fantastic match. The debut of both Keith Lee and Marcel Bartel. Yeah. I got his name right this time. Yeah. Uh, Axel Dieter Jr., I think was his name uh, oh. back in uh, Germany. I think he was a big star in WX. In yeah, Walter's I think so. promotion. Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds right. Um, in any event, it's a fun match. Marcel is a tall dude. Yeah, he, he, he looks great. He reminds me a lot in terms of his body type and his, how he moves Alex and how he right. I agree. delivers his... His dancing? No, his offense. 
Yeah. A lot of Zack Sabre Jr. They were talking about he, that he's a really uh, gifted technical wrestler. We didn't get to see mm-hmm. a whole lot of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'd be interesting to see if the uh, Zack Sabre Jr. comparisons um, are, are, are continue on to that extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, um, this is a, a reasonably competitive match. Marcel put forth some offense, mm-hmm. but Keith Lee always had an answer. This was fun. Uh, there's uh, some good, there's just some good character stuff here. Marcel, he did, he made the most of this, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's easy. Okay. So here's the thing. Like we're obviously both big Keith Lee fans. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at the other guy in the ring right now because Keith Lee, we know is great. Oh, the way, uh, Marcel Bartel went about his entrance, just getting into the ring and standing there. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he knew exactly what his yeah. character was. Yeah, exactly. And it worked. Um, it was great. He throws out the nine thing, you know? Um, so scary German dude is basically what he is. Uh, I like that Keith Lee was mocking him. You know, I love the bit where, you know, they, I love when they take standard wrestling conventions and they, we've talked about this, sort of defy them. Mm-hmm. The, the bit where he's in the corner and, uh, and uh, Keith Lee grabs his foot. foot. Yeah, he, his he foot. breaks his other foot to break the, the Keith Lee's grasp. And he can't, he can't, do, can't it. do it. That's yeah. a standard thing mm-hmm. that he's unable to do because Keith Lee's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But then they also, uh, you know, obviously with Keith Lee, one of his things is he's a big, big dude powerhouse who can do athletic, really, really athletic cool things. athletic yes. things. Yeah. And so we got to see that. We also got to see, which I really hope they try to replicate this, maybe with a smaller guy, um, because Bartel's like way too big. Uh, that that gif we saw from like the indie scene somewhere. Oh, the pounce. The pounce, where that dude flew out of the ring. And so we got to see a pounce mm-hmm. uh, against mm-hmm. uh, Bartel. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him toss somebody out of the ring with oh, a pounce. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. That's like a WrestleMania spot waiting to happen. Yeah. That's like, a, oh my God. And that's a Royal Rumble spot waiting to happen. Yes. Eliminating someone via pounce. Yes, exactly. That's what that is. Thank you, exactly. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be fantastic to see Keith Lee in the Rumble this year. You know, they always bring up some NXT, dude. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun to see. There was um, like a bunch this year, wasn't there? Well, Adam Cole was there. Adam Cole, Almas, he was still in NXT at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's one more. Yeah, I feel like there was one more also. Um, anyways, uh, Keith Lee picks up the win following the pounce, and he has a, a fireman carry jackhammer. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Looks good. So he's be getting he's be getting a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a great reception too. Crap popped. Oh yeah, huge man. pop. Oh yeah, everybody knows him. He's great. Uh, next up, we had a street profits video package that started to make me anxious about a minute in because they were blaring their music, so I could barely hear what they were saying. Um, um, Montez Ford had a handheld mic, even though it was plainly obvious that Angela Dawkins was mic'd up. Well, or at least they had like a boom going on. That's what because, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was no difference in audio levels when the mic was moving. The cameraman had no idea who to focus on because they were doing a thing where he, would, he was like interviewing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So yeah, there was yeah. a lot of back and forth. And it took him a good two minutes just to figure out, okay, I'm going to go wide. And hold. And hold on these guys because I can't keep up with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The music was just making me anxious because it was way too loud. Did they explain why they were sitting in front of an ATM? No, but they made a point of showing the ATM very prominently and then backing up on them. And they never referenced, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a money metaphor in there that you can make. Mm-hmm. Street profits, mm-hmm. ATM machine. Mm-hmm. But they never really talked about it. <laughs> Is there any team, and I think it's them even more so than Heavy Machinery. Because Heavy Machinery, I think NXT wants to take seriously. The Street Profits are so ready for a raw comedy act. That's their ceiling right now comedy act on raw and you know that's not a good ceiling to have so they need to do something Mm -hmm. with them Mm -hmm. to give them some drama some tension have some other like war machine come in and just beat the living shit out that's what i thought they were gonna do and they they have to figure it out lost the first time to authors of pain that's what i thought was was gonna happen i have a bad regal's office and they're like hey you know full of bluster saying you know, we've won a few matches in a row. We won a title shot. Yeah. And Regal said, fine, we'll get past the author's pain. We'll talk. And they got destroyed. Yeah. And I thought, okay, there's a story for them. And then they just kept losing. They yeah. lost again to author's pain. And then they disappeared for a while. I have a bad feeling that they're going to end up getting called up sooner than later and end up as a raw comedy tag team act. I really do. And then just disappearing. I do. They'll get split up for some stupid reason via the draft like two years from now. Yeah. After lingering, Angelo Dawkins will try to be singles guy. Montez will try to be singles guy. And we both like Montez a lot. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. But if he doesn't have a really strong start with the team, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much traction he can pick up. I know. I hope it I'm wrong. It seemed like they were off to the right to a, to good, a good start. They, they had a great first act. Yeah. And that second act, act has never come. Ever since that loss to Authors of Pain. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, we had uh, Vanessa yes. Bourne versus Tane Arakani. We kind of talked about this a little bit. 
been on the awkward side. It was a qualifier for the Mayon Classic, though. Uh, both of both of both Vanessa and Tainara, they were both in the Mayon Classic last year, weren't they? I know Tainara uh, was. I think so. Yeah. Okay. In any event, one of them had to lose. And in this case, it was, it was Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne, uh, which she's been getting a lot of TV time lately, mm-hmm. so I'm not too worried for her. No, I think, I think she'll, she'll be, be fine. fine. She'll be I fine. think she'll be fine. Uh, finally, our main event, Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. Um, not much match. Not much of a match because uh, Tommaso Ciampa ran in pretty quickly, tossed Gargano out, out of the ring, and started attacking Alistair Black. Uh, eventually, Gargano gets up. Um, he and Ciampa brawl around the ringside area. Just a lot of brawling between all three of them in various uh, uh, combinations. Yeah. Um, finally, it's broken up. Regal comes out, makes a triple threat match for NXT TakeOver. Uh, uh, where they at Brooklyn for the NXT title. However, after the show, not on the network broadcast, but on a YouTube. We're assuming this is going to kick off next week's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, tr- they're starting to write Alistair Black out of the match because he apparently tore his groin about a week or so back yeah. at a live event in Las Vegas. And so we see the shot of, uh, of Regal being interviewed. Some production... A person comes and says, Mr. Regal, you got to come check this out. Mm-hmm. They go outside. Mm-hmm. As Regal's walking outside, Johnny Gargano's walking back into full sail. Um, Regal keeps walking. A car with the Undisputed Era in it. They yeah. may or may not be blaring their own music. According to Alex C, it happened. Yes. So I'm going with Alex C. Well, yeah, I'll trust him. Um, and in my head now, it's there. So we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear Adam Cole say, all right, come on, let's get out of here. They drive <laughs> off. Right. Um, and then Regal comes upon Alistair Black, who's been laid out mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But who did it? A mystery is afoot. Yeah, man. Ooh. It's got to be Gargano, right? Yeah. He's like going to turn into super heel guy. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the story they're going to tell, then yeah. So what's your big plan for Adam Cole? I already told you. Double duty. He's going to be inserted into the... He's going to be in the North American title match against Ricochet, lose, be inserted in the main event, and win. Yeah, I like And it. that's undisputed. <laughs> How about this? I have an even better one. He's in the... the what, he, he retains the North American title and wins the NXT yes. title? Yes. That is better. It is better. I was just trying to be somewhat realistic about things. <laughs> uh, let's take some questions. Justin Brooks, $2. Just want to say hi, and thanks for all you do. Thank you, Justin. Mm-hmm. Jay Cavalier, $5. Going to take over my birthday weekend. Can't wait to lose my voice. Yes, these lost his voice at wrestling shows before. Yeah. Liam Wagner, $2, on his way to the zombie uh, Manson show. Take my money, Bellens. Bellens, you Bellens. Courtney Summers, $5. I think they're bringing back Lars to the match. Lars got taken out by Alistair, so he took Alistair out. In kayfabe, totally works. It's true, it does. It makes sense. Uh, Guillaume Halili, $5. Friendos, I was at Ron Monday. When Coachman came out at the beginning of the show, he was booed out of the building. Same with Cole. We loved Corey Graves. Everybody loves Corey Graves. He's, he's great. OG Sneakerhead, $5. Rank these WrestleMania moments. Uh, Daniel Bryan winning the belt. The streak ends. Ric Flair farewell match. Seth Cash in. Eddie and Benoit celebrate. So, I mean, it's hard for me not to put Seth Cashing in at the top because we were there for that. So Ric Flair's farewell match goes at the bottom. Seth Cashin probably, yeah, being there especially. That's tops. That's got to be tops because it was also really shocking. And I'd say Daniel Bryan. Mm. I would say we knew Daniel Bryan was going to win. Yeah, so the streak ending, that was a shocker. That's two. Eddie and Benoit, Daniel Bryan, and then Flair. Yeah, that sounds right. Eddie and Benoit because it was like, oh, my God, look at that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Breakingcontrollers.com, $2. Any future video games you guys are looking forward to? Red Dead 2. Oh, that's funny. Wait. What? That's so funny. Okay, so uh, uh, who was it? Courtney brought up Lars Sullivan. Yeah. There was a funny Lars Sullivan thing. Uh, do you know? So there's a new uh, Scarlet Bordeaux. Yeah. This is, okay, for on Impact, right? Yeah. It's very sultry, you know, new heel character. Um, she posted up this, uh, this picture for what seems to be in lingerie. Lars Sullivan commented on it and said, hey, have you ever been to Lars Sullivan territory? <laughs> Apparently it's been deleted though. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love Lars Sullivan. Anyways. Um, yeah, it's all good stuff. On the Patreon. Uh, where was I? Uh, Trey Saunders, $5. Just got off work at gym now. A wee bit high as well. Let the arm day and deadlifts begin. What's your favorite and least favorite workout at the gym? I want to hear some of you guys. Uh, I just wanna... don't like doing cardio. Cardio bores me. Yeah. I like doing cardio because I just, I go for like an hour long 
jaunt through my neighborhood and I really like my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's just very, very peaceful. All sorts of farm-ish land out there. Or just running or walking or whatever. Yeah. Like I'll do 15 minutes. I can just imagine you anger walking. Because when I (laughs) got to do this stupid cardio. Well, usually I'll I'll go and I'll lift and I don't take a whole lot of rest. I take like 30 seconds maybe between reps. But depending on what work I'm doing and the availability, I'll switch machines during my rest period. So I don't really rest a whole lot. Yeah. And so if I do cardio, I'll just do like 15 minutes of intervals. Um, and after that 15 minutes, it's not like I'm tired. I'm just bored. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm listening to music or a podcast, it just bores me. I get really bored uh, when I'm – that's why I, I don't like doing the, the treadmill or any of like the inside the gym cardio stuff. I get really bored. But if I have like um, – number one, there's no sidewalks in my neighborhood. Yeah. So it keeps, it keeps my mind your active. Yeah. Like I have to make sure I don't get killed. Um, so, yeah, there's that. So I, I actually enjoy it because it gets some fresh air. I get some sun on my face. It's nice. Uh, Gary Smith, $2. Keith Lee for cruiserweight champion. Now, if, if, if the 205 Live title was more like the X Division title, where it was That would be fantastic. On, on, no, that'd be great. It wasn't like a weight class. That would be, that'd be a, an awesome way to rebrand 205 mm-hmm. Live as sort of whatever they could call their X Division. Mm-hmm. Screw it. Just call it the X Division. I doubt mm-hmm. TNA is going to care. No, they don't care. They don't uh, care. Liam Wagner, Larson would have liked it if EC3 wore new LeBrons. Would you have liked it more if there was a those sneaker aspect LeBrons, to it? I just brought those in today. They look pretty nice. Beautiful. Pretty they're nice. They're a gorgeous pair of shoes. I told you because they're all they're predominantly white. I feel mm-hmm. like I need to wash my hands before I touch mm-hmm. them to keep them crisp and yeah. clean. Yeah. Uh, Tim here on Patreon. Are there any wrestlers you guys saw that impressed you on the NXT house show loop that hasn't debuted on TV yet? So we're not actually privy to the house show loop because that loop is technically the Florida thing. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about the traveling show, it's been a while since we've been. Yeah, it has been almost a year. Um, but I remember seeing Sonya Deville before yeah. she, she debuted, still, and I was like, she's good. She was still Daria Baronado. Yeah, yeah. Her, I think it was her real name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being impressed by her. I yeah. remember thinking, oh, wow, she's got she's good. Yeah. yeah. We saw Mandy Rhodes a couple times before she was really on TV mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Character-wise, she was always spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Sherman, $5. Thoughts on the Young Bucks filming in front of Full Sail and the last being the Elite. Then on Twitter, the Young Bucks parents are hinting at good things soon. Yeah, they're going to go to WWE. I'm fairly convinced about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're so going to WWE. James McBreen, $2. If Hilton is real, I will eat three Okada dollars. Um, if you have three Okada dollars, you should treasure those. Yeah, they might be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah, yeah. That's Thalamic, a good investment to make. Thalamic Rex, two dollars. Sullivan was in the background as well. Was he in the background of the uh, Alistair attack video? Really? I didn't notice. Was he? Um, BreakingController.com, two dollars. Would you ironically review a Steph Curry shoe? No, I'd review it for real. Oh well, aren't those uh, like dad shoes? Well, he had that one that was a dad shoe. Boy, he got clowned for that. Yeah, but his other one, like the newest newest ones that, that just came out around the finals aren't bad-looking shoes. Mm-hmm. I just have limited means. I can't buy all these shoes. Yeah. I have to pick and choose. Yeah, man. Well, you know, you just, uh, you sold your safaris, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I had you to. T- you take that money. Yeah, that's what I have to invest do. Invested in more. So I can do just, more videos, doom, yeah. Doom, 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 you know? it, was, it was a bummer getting rid of those safaris because they're, they're really good shoes, too. They're nice-looking shoes. Um, we need to put together a, a like a Super Kicks. Uh, GoFundMe. No, I was going to say a care package. Oh. Yeah, no. Oh, so I mean you to can, sell. Yeah, trade yeah. goods for services. No, I've had that idea. Yeah, or you can put together a Ponzi scheme. It's up to you. Well, I'm not that smart. Yeah. If I were bright enough for, <laughs> for a yeah. white-collar crime. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> Regular Trevor, how did you like Donovan uh, Dijakovic's debut versus Keith Lee? Wait, was that not him? I'm confused. They should have, honestly, honestly, that Marcel dude looks like money. They probably should have debuted Keith Lee against uh, Chris Dijak. But then didn't they had like a killer match at Bola? At Bola last year, yeah. 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 So maybe that would have been like a show stealer. Maybe they're holding off Maybe on uh, top notch. Yeah, no, I kind of feel like... Marcel, they should have held off and gave gave him a, a proper debut. Is that? Let me ask you something. About that, I mean to win. They're obviously high on Keith Lee. Yeah. They're obviously not on Dijak. Nope. Um, that would preclude that. Sadly, that precludes them from having like a like a takeover dark match that we get on NXT TV. That's stellar, right? I don't think it precludes. I it. think it does. No, I don't think it does because I, I mean it's not like Keith Lee is going to just be in NXT for a cup of coffee. He's going to be there eight months. Yeah, but. 
there's a chance. But they don't, they're not going to make Dijak look that good. I'm I don't kind know. of convinced about that. Unless I could be completely wrong. You got to be hopeful, They just man. gave him a new name. Yeah. You know. Usually, as we saw with uh, Kona Reeves, a repackaging means huge things. Did you see him on Twitter, Dijak, with his baby? And he was, like, su- having the baby super kick him? No. Um, it, it was funny. But, like, being a dad now and, like, understanding, like, babies and stuff. Like he was really tugging on that baby's leg. Oh, yeah. I was like, ease up, dude. Just ease up. And a couple of people in the in the replies too. I was like, am I the only one thinking this? A couple of people in the replies were like, why are you taking that kid's leg out of its socket, man? Relax. Wow. Oh, top notch. What are we gonna do with you? Uh, <laughs> the glorious Steve Klein. Do you think Kazuzono is in the process of the slowest heel turn ever? Maybe. Because didn't we have shades of it prior to yeah, this? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. CM Punk finds it inadmissible in court since we've established what would be the most Larson storyline ever. Mm. That was Minoru Suzuki and Shawn Michaels joining Undisputed Era. Yeah. Uh, we must now know what would be the most Steve storyline ever. That'd We're seeing C- it. It's EC3 versus Velveteen no, Dream at the community C- pool. It'd be CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin joining Undisputed Era. Um, no, man. It's, it's, it's this week's NXT. That's what it is. All right. It's EC3, Velveteen Dream, and Community Pool, Drone Shots. That's what it is. It's the final deletion, but EC3 and Velveteen Dream. That was so good. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to check out that video again and see if I can spot yeah. Lars Sullivan in the background. Continue. Uh, this is an interesting question because it's always so difficult to tell. Uh, Nag Champa asks last night I noticed the enhancement talents being a bit more fully formed including character beats and actual ring entrances so he's talking about Marcel obviously uh, uh, Adrian Jaoud yeah um, and even Amber Nova yeah there's backstories and all there's that, backstory yeah. he says seeing this and taking into account the almost weekly new signings to the performance center and possible call-ups after SummerSlam where do you see the landscape of NXT a year from now? Isn't that so impossible to 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 peg? Well, I mean, to a certain extent, and granted, all the the signees they're they're bringing in from the Indies, talent currently in the Indies will step up and take their place. All right, there's Gargano. There's Gargano. But at a certain point, all right, there's Cole's Adam Cole getting, getting the car. You know, the the well of available indie talent is not going to be as rich. So they're gonna have to count on some of the developmental guys. Oh, was Roger Strong in the back with him? Is he at a table somewhere? No, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody back there. I don't see any Lars Sullivan there. We'll just keep watching because it goes on for like another yeah, thirty seconds it. or so. I stopped it early. Um, <laughs> like that, Alistair Black is wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Usually he's in a suit. This is a great question. Samuel Bronkowitz asks. Give yourselves a wrestling name based on the first car you owned. Um, I owned a f- 1994 Ford Escort. Mine was... So uh, I guess mine would be, you know, my gimmick would be obviously, you know... Uh, <laughs> heavy machinery. Oh, there's heavy machinery. Um, mine would be something involving a Dodge Shadow. Yeah. Oh, the Shadow. That's a good one. La Sombra. Uh, I seem to be, because I'm an Escort. I seem to be like a male hooker. I guess basically. so, yeah. Isn't that yeah. what La Sombra is, a shadow? Uh, I'm the gigolo. Male gigolo. That's what I am. All right. So, yeah, that's me. Anyways, I think that's it for show. Oh, is that okay. it for show? Any more Super Chats here? Uh, I, no, I don't think so. Let, Let me double check. Here. I'll double check. Uh, no, that's it. That's it for show. Anyways, I uh, hope all you people complaining about the uh, Super Chat thing. Maybe maybe you're happier now. I don't know. Maybe you yeah, are. Yeah, I feel all right. Maybe you are. That was a good show. Yeah, good show. We'll talk about that more on post show. I feel yeah, like you're back. Last two days, I think you've been crap, but I think today you're. No, no I kind of felt like crap too. Really? Today. Yeah. Well, you masked it well. The show's not done with. Can you please put that down? Hold on. Oh, never mind. All right. So something was selling out quick, so I got to be on top of that. All right, Elton, get us some music. Guy with the hobby over here is interrupting our show. Anyways, patrons, stay tuned for post show. Yeah or nay? We got a good one. The, the viewing bit is fantastic. yeah. You didn't tell me what it is yet. It's so. a shoot. It's like a, a wrestling that turns into a shoot. Mm. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much. Tune in. until next time. I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.